Welcome to Keek's Cast, the podcast with discussions of practical theology that seek to offer God acceptable worship with reverence and awe. I'm your host, Keegan Richardson, and my guest today is the best barber in Amarillo, Miss Arian Mendoza. Arian, what's going on? What's up, Keegan? How's it going? It's going pretty good. What are we talking about today? Uh, today we're talking about the fourth commandment, um, the Sabbath day. The Sabbath day. Um, so the fourth commandment has a really long passage of scripture in it mm-hmm. when it's discussing uh, when God is giving the fourth commandment. Um, it's like two or three verses long, I believe. Um, so before we get started in discussing that, I want to read um, the commandment in its whole Okay. Um, before, before we get into the discussion. So it's in Exodus chapter 20 and verse number 8, um, and it says, Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Six days you shall, work, you shall labor and do all your work, but the seventh day is a Sabbath to the Lord your God. On it you shall not do any work, you or your son or your daughter, your male servant or your female servant, or your livestock or the sojourner who is within your gates. For in six days the Lord made heaven and earth, the sea and all that is in them, and rested on the seventh day. Therefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and made it holy. First thoughts on that very long verse of one commandment. So the first thing that comes to mind whenever I hear the scripture, day after day, God was working super hard, you know, just something like we would be doing on our day-to-day basis, going to work, putting in our hours. And on the seventh day, God was like, you know, I'm just going to, I'm going to rest. I've done all of this work and I've been, been creating all these things today. It's just going to be rest. Right. And... For us, or for me, I feel like, you know, oh, I've been working all week long. I've been doing all these haircuts and these styles, and I'm I'm just going to take the day off. I'm going to rest. Sometimes that's just me laying in bed. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's not necessarily on the Sabbath day, but like if I have a day off, just sometimes I just don't want to do anything. Right. I just lay in bed, and my body just rests, you know, physically and then mentally and spiritually you know, usually I wake up in the morning and I meditate on God's word and I pray, you know, for needs of friends, family, mm-hmm. and I'm just resting. So when I think of that, I think of God just, you know, he's put in all this work for all of creation and now he's just like, I'm just going to rest. I'm not going right. to do anything. Yeah. And it's, it's kind of counterintuitive to our culture in the sense that God calls this day holy. He has consecrated this day he has made it holy for his people um and i think in the christian culture and in the secular culture we have this idea that usually tiredness and being exhausted is like a thing to be celebrated Mm -hmm. and in the christian culture what i'm referring to is like we have been taught that the best christians are the tired christians (laughs) instead of just being faithfully obedient. Right. Um, but before we kind of get into that, let's talk about the Sabbath day um, on the specific day that mm-hmm. it's, it's referring to. So the Jewish Sabbath and the Mosaic law that God has given to the Israelite people through Moses. Um, so seven days a week, the last day of the week is Saturday. So the Ju- Jewish 
Sabbath is Saturday. Right. Um, and that has, that was that way for ex- an extremely long time. And then we see Christ arrive. Christ comes, lives a perfect life in our place, dies on the cross. And then, so Christ was killed, crucified on Friday. Three days later, he is risen on Sunday. So in the New Testament, we see the Sabbath, kind of this change of name mm-hmm. in a sense that it's called the Lord's Day. Right. Um, so that it, for an extremely long time, around 2,000 years, the church historically has celebrated Sunday as Sabbath, as the Sabbath day. Right. Um, and then kind of to kind of talk about that more in depth, there's a quote I want to refer to um, by a man named Mr. Perkins. Um, and he's talking about the Sabbath day. And he says, the church has no power in itself to ordain a Sabbath. So it is not our place to declare a holy day. Mm-hmm. Only God can do that. Right. That's why God is the one making it holy in Exodus chapter 20. And then later, Christ is the one declaring it the Lord's day. And then Paul refers it to that. John refers it to that. Um, and then kind of to back that idea up, um, I want to visit Revelation 1.10 uh, after John is receiving the revelation. Um, and he says, I was in the spirit on the Lord's day and I heard behind me a loud voice like a trumpet. So there we see that phrase, the Lord's right. day. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the next passage I want to travel to before we kind of get into the, the meat of the conversation is uh, 1 Corinthians 16. Um, Paul talking to the church at Corinth. And he says, uh, chapter 16, verse number two, on the first day of the week, of every week, each of you is to put something aside and store it up as he may prosper so that there will be no collecting when I come. So we kind of see how the church is operating on that first day of the week. Um, so that's kind of kind of the basis of the conversation. Right. So, um, and then Acts 27, I think Paul also breaks bread on that day, kind of the, the communion idea there. Um, so kind of a summary of that idea, of the idea of the Saturday to Sunday thing. The Jewish Sabbath was remembering creation, but the Christian Sabbath is celebrating redemption through Christ. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of how I understand it and how a big part of the Christian culture understands it. Right. Um, Christian church. Um, So getting into the Sabbath, Aaron, I understand that knowing you for so long, working at a barbershop, at a haircut shop, um there's certain days that you have to work on the Sabbath, right? Right. Okay, so t- tell me about that. So going into it, so when I first um, got out of hair school, mm-hmm. when I started my career, I did booth rent. So that was just me making my own hours, doing whatever I wanted, you know. Right. And that was just a number one thing always. Mm-hmm. Um, Sundays I would not work. It was not an option for me. Mm-hmm. And then even on Wednesdays, because I, you know, attend a service on Wednesday night, it was just always set in stone that I was not going to be working past certain hours on Wednesdays, and I would not work any hours on Sundays. Well, then I went into um, working where I am now, and I had um, 
you know, first starting out, it was probably two years in. I didn't work a single Sunday. Right. And you, you made that clear. When Very you, clear. Right. When, when you I, were hired. It, yes. When I was actually in the interview. Okay. I was like, I just want it to be very clear that I am a very strong, devout Christian Mm -hmm. and I don't like, I just do not want to be working on Sundays because we're open seven days a week. Right. And I wanted that to be, you know, very clear. Mm -hmm. And for two years it was that way. Um, but then rules kind of started changing and it wasn't just necessarily for me. It was for everybody, um, because of, you know, according to everybody else, fairness. Mm-hmm. So they they were like, listen, you'll have to work at least once or twice a month mm-hmm. on a Sunday. And to me, I mean, when I first heard that, it was like a dagger in yeah. my heart. I was like, no, yeah, like, I don't want to, you know. And I even remember the first Sunday that I went to work, I was driving, I got out of church service and I was like, okay, I'm going to keep a good attitude about this because in my head I was like, man, I'm over here just breaking the Sabbath. Like, you know, and I got to work and I was just like, no, I'm going to keep the victory and Mm -hmm. I'm just going to have a good day. Mm -hmm. So I worked and then right after work, I went back to another church service Okay, and, you know, I just threw myself into the worship and and into the sermon and paying attention and just letting it feed my heart. And after that, it just kind of, now it's, it's something that I have to do. I, right. Two Sundays every month. Um, but yeah. Okay. So I, I wanted to talk about that and kind of get just your, your raw kind of flashback from that journey of not working on the Sabbath to, okay, we have to work, mm-hmm. you know, twice a month, whatever it may mm-hmm. be. Um, but as I understand it, you went to church before work, and then you went to church after work. Mm-hmm. And so, I do now. Still. Right, mm-hmm. right. Um, so what, how do I phrase this? So the Sabbath and resting, it doesn't, I think we understand rest as like, oh, I need to sleep or right. whatever. But mm-hmm. it's, it's so much more than that. Right. Um, so not referring to like taking a nap or anything like mm-hmm. that. When you do have to work on those days. How are you personally keeping the Sabbath or resting on the Sabbath when you do have to go to work? So in the mornings, in the, you know, I wake up and I know I have to work that day Mm -hmm. and I go into the church service and just worship in spirit and in truth, you know, coming to God, like God hears my heart. And Mm -hmm. honestly, I do think this a lot on Sundays. I'm like, oh. I have to work today. Yeah. And just being real, I I absolutely hate it. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I'm just like, you know what? I'm going to get through it. And But for keeping the Sabbath is I just, you know, going into worship Mm -hmm. in that morning. And then I go work, get it done, whatever. And then I go back to church. And then I'm just like, you know, here I am, God. And then when church service is over, I spend time with family, Mm -hmm. you know. And a lot of times with friends, we'll go out to eat or whatever, but most of the time we end up having kind of like little Bible study sessions, you know, during the fellowship. So Mm -hmm. for me, it's just like, even though I have to work those few hours during the day, my going into worship in the morning and in the nighttime, it's just, 
you know, so me giving God my heart on the Sabbath day. Right. You know. So thinking about it, hearing you discuss just such a personal and per- your personal piety just day to day, do you think in kind of a weird way or a, th- a way that you wouldn't expect you having to work on the Sabbath has made you um, appreciate and give gratitude to when you do actually get to go worship in the church on Sunday after work. Yes. So you think it's it's increased your gratitude oh, for, for sure. the worship in itself. For sure, yeah. Because I think, I know me in my own personal life, Sundays are the day of rest, the mm-hmm. day to be in God's house worshiping um, and hearing the word preach. But sometimes it's almost like that is, it's not heavy. It's kind of like we kind of go through the motions mm-hmm. or we go through, it's like almost just another checkbox on the list of the to-do list right. for the week. Yeah. So from like hearing you discuss that, it sounds like, okay, I have to go work, but I actually get to go worship after this. Mm-hmm. Um, and even in a weird way, I think working is in its own way, worship because you're doing what the people in authority of you has asked you to do. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so do you do anything to prepare for the Sabbath on Saturday or do you kind of just, are you kind of in the moment on Sunday morning? Um, well, I'm a, I'm also a Sunday school teacher. Okay. So I usually have my study, mm-hmm. um, prepared, you know, the Wednesday before that Sunday. Right. But I get everything usually uh, ready the night before. Okay. So on Saturday night, I try to just get everything ready for the next day. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes on Sundays, I'm just like running late, you know, and it is in the moment type of thing. But most of the time, I try to have everything prepared the night before. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of what I want to talk about is, okay, we've kind of discussed people. The fact is people do have to work on Sunday. Right. Whether that's the most desired thing in the world is sometimes not in our control. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, the research I've been doing, one of the books I've, I've read for, um, this season of the podcast is, um, by this man named Thomas Watson. And I've mentioned him in other episodes, mm-hmm. but, um, in his writing, he, he says, piety does not exclude industry. So that's really kind of big words and mm-hmm. stuff. But what he's saying is, the Christian life, the religious life of the Christian person is not separate from his occupation or from her, hers or yeah, her occupation. Right. So we do have to work. We are called to work in the Bible. Mm -hmm. So just because we do have to, we may have to work on the Sabbath doesn't give us the, um, right or the opportunity to slack Mm -hmm. or to, grumble or complain right or whatever it may be and i have totally been guilty of that and and like i was saying with people that don't have to work on the sabbath kind of we get caught in going through the motions of mm-hmm. um sunday it's another of, sunday right it's yeah. another sunday that we're here and we're doing things but our mind is somewhere else right or we're not paying attention mm-hmm. or whatever it may be it doesn't exclude that our 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 Christian faith encompasses every part of our life from occupation to worship. Right. Um, So moving along is 
Saturday night, kind of what I've learned is that if you kind of prepare your mind, either Saturday night or um, Sunday morning before the actual service to kind of pray and be in the spirit of focus, Mm -hmm. of listening, of, okay, where you're about to go in here and worship Mm -hmm. and be 100% present in that moment. Right. So in my research of kind of studying this, there are some really practical ways to make sure we are keeping the Sabbath, whatever life may have thrown in our way in that way. May it be a job or anything else. Um, the first one is wake up rejoicing in the Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, every morning, um, there's new mercy. There's the joy comes in the morning. Um, right. and especially on the Sabbath day, the day that God has declared holy of rejoicing in the work of Christ, rejoicing in the providence of God and the sovereignty of God. Um, number two is reading the word. It's really practical and simple, but it's a way we can keep the Sabbath is being in the word and listening to God speaking to us. It's not going to come through some weird, you know, coincidence. It's going to, it's going to come through his word when he's trying to speak to us. Like a spiritual breakfast. Right. (laughs) And then the third thing is meditation. Mm -hmm. And I think everyone knows what I mean when I say that, not like some weird meditation, but like no, a, right. a, a spiritual meditation on the biblical things, on mm-hmm. godly things. So some things Thomas Watson gives to meditate on, on the Sabbath day are, there's four things. The first one is creation, mm-hmm. the glory of God revealed in his created world, mm-hmm. um, God's holiness, how different he is from us, how he is creator and we are creation and how right. we, he is unlike us. Right. Um, and we, we cannot stand before that holiness in our natural state. Um, the third one is Christ's love in redeeming us. Mm-hmm. So Christ's sacrifice in giving us his holiness, his righteousness, that we may stand before God's holiness, justified. And the fourth one is the glory of heaven the and i think the this fourth one the glory of heaven can be refreshing in the sense that especially on sunday the sunday mm-hmm. is you know it's like the end of the weekend but also the start of the new of week the new one, right? right so the glory of heaven and especially on the sabbath day such a holy day there's things in the church that are are heavenly in nature the communion of the saints mm-hmm. the breaking of bread, baptism, the preaching of God's word, mm-hmm. the worship of his name, all of those things, those are, are heavenly right. in nature. Right. A lot of those things we will still be doing in heaven. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the fourth thing, uh, separate from the meditation, is to pray fervently. Um, so do you think we're kind of oversimplifying it here, or do you think these are really practical ways to actually keep the Sabbath? No, I think those are really practical ways I mean you know just sometimes or not sometimes just when I wake up Mm -hmm. that's one of the first thoughts that comes to mind is I'm awake this morning right thank you Jesus Mm -hmm. you know thank you God for waking me up so you know that's definitely one thing as soon as you wake up you you ponder upon yeah you know that you're still existing that you're still existing right. right 
Okay, so those are kind of some four basic ways to really keep the Sabbath. Um, and then kind of breaking it down even more into like five things that should be found on the Sabbath mm-hmm. are reading the word, right? meditation, prayer, hearing of the word. So like the word hearing. preached mm-hmm. and singing praises to God. Right. And all of those things are found within the church. But all of those things can also be found if you have to work. Mm-hmm. And I, it, I think the key to understanding keeping the Sabbath is not, um, is not necessarily, I'm trying to be careful how I say this because I could be really wrong and like totally backwards, but no, no, right. so what I'm saying, what I'm trying to say is as long as we don't think that it's okay not to go to church and do these things, like if, if we think, okay, we can do all of these things without being in the physical church. Mm-hmm. I think that's when we've actually got it backwards. Right. No, I agree. But all of these things can be found outside of the church because the church has given them outside of the church. No, I agree. Does that make sense? Yes, yes. I think I'm I'm making sense. No, that makes sense. It does. Okay, so what what advice would you give to people who have to work on Sundays? Just just practically. If okay, if because in your instance, you can go to church Mm -hmm. sometime during that day. Right. But sometimes people have to work all day on Sunday. Right. It's just another work. And they day. don't. They can't make church. Right. Right. So what would you? What? So what's advice that you would give to people that have to do that? To do working all day. Right. Um, I would definitely say, you know, wake up an extra hour early. Mm-hmm. You know, pray. Okay. Read God's word and fill your spirit with that and. Um, Definitely just, you know, that scripture says work as if you're working unto the Lord, you know? Mm -hmm. So when you go to work, still keep that joy and victory and let it be known. Like, you know, let um, all that you do be an example. Right. You know, like even though I'm I'm here working rather than being at church, I'm not going to be this grumpy old, Mm -hmm. you know, like, oh, I'm here working. Yeah. Which, I mean, sometimes we can get into that. You know, just because, I mean, we're human, we're right. going to feel those happen. feelings. Yeah. But, you know, that's when you're, you know, you're making it, waking up, making sure you're just keeping in tune with God and just, you know, going in with a good attitude, basically. Right. You know, because, you know, like you said, sometimes it's just what we have to do. Yeah. It's just the way it is. You know, so. Um, no, that that's really great advice and honestly you were really lined up with the things I had written down and the things mm-hmm. I had found because um, me me personally I've never had to I've never had I haven't had to do that yet right um, so that's why I wanted to ask you on these things mm-hmm. because you know what you're actually talking about on this instance um, but some things I wrote down are find a time to worship early or late on the Lord's day mm-hmm. um, like you said wake up an hour early or you know, just stay up a little bit longer. Oh, yeah. Just stay yeah. up a little, stay up a little just, longer. Just find a time. I mean, because there's times where we can stay up till two or three in the morning watching. Yeah, exactly. Movies, watching careless videos right. on YouTube. Right. So it's, why not give that time to God mm-hmm. when you have that time, you know? Exactly. Um, and then another thing is look for a day where you can truly and consciously rest in mm-hmm. God's presence. Right. 
Um, and the key is the Lord's day is this Sabbath day. But the, the key idea, the key principle is one day and seven to consciously rest in the rest God has given to his right. people mm-hmm. and rest in the work that has been done for you. Right. Um, the next thing I wrote down is think on how finite you are and how God is infinite and gracious beyond all comprehension. That's yes. a mouthful, but just think of no, how that's a good one though. Think of how small you are. Mm-hmm. And think of how small your problems are in the grand exactly. scheme of mm-hmm. grand scheme of life. Right. Um, and then the last thing is think on the forgiveness of Christ. Yes. Um, and then the last the last passage of scripture I want to get into um, as we get into the last thing I want to discuss mm-hmm. um, is in Hebrews four, um, and it's talking about um, the rest God has given to His people, and then it goes into how Jesus Christ is our high priest and he mediates for us and he enters in yes. on our behalf. Um, so the verses I want to focus on right now are Hebrews 4, um, 9 and 10. Um, and then it, it says, So then there remains a Sabbath rest for the people of God. For whoever has entered God's rest has also rested from his works as God did from his. Mm-hmm. So bringing this back to the gospel, God has given rest to his people. Yes. And ultimately, we see that in the Sabbath day from creation. And then when Christ comes, we see that in salvation. Right. Christ says in Matthew eleven twenty eight, I believe, he says, come unto me and I will give you rest. Give you rest. And... A lot of people know that scripture, and it, but it's one of those things we hear so often we forget what mm-hmm. it, like we forget the the deepness of it. Yes, um, it's kind of like again, you know, going through the, going motions, through the motions, but exactly. just also when you hear these things, it's like, oh yeah, I've heard mm-hmm. that scripture before. Right. I've heard that before. Exactly. But it's actually applying it. Right. And of course, we have ears to hear, but actually hearing mm-hmm. it and listening to it. Exactly, and. So practically, the Sabbath is for rest. It's for rest from work and the ceasing of work in some way, whether Mm -hmm. that be mentally or physically. Um, But the thing is, is he says God has given rest to his people. And then he continues to say that man ceases from works as God did from his. Mm -hmm. And that man ceasing from works... The Sabbath day is a day that points to the gospel story and how it is literally made up. Not even apart from the idea of the church and the preaching of the word, the day in Mm -hmm. itself is preaching the gospel. Mm -hmm. How we rest on this day because God has finished this work. Right. Um, Through Christ. We don't have to work for our salvation. We don't have to work... um, for spiritual growth. Right. We have to put in that put in effort, but God is the one giving the growth right. and God is the one saving us. Right. Um so that's that's what kind of what I want to talk about as we wrap this thing up is on on the Sabbath day, I think one of the biggest ways we can keep the Sabbath is thinking about how it's finished. 
we're ceasing from work because it has been finished um, in its spirituality of our salvation. Mm -hmm. So the forgiveness of Christ is, should be traced in every day. Right. But the Sabbath day, kind of the end of the week and the start of the new one Mm -hmm. is a day of refreshment of seeing that Christ has forgiven us. Right. And forgiven us each and every day. Each and every day. So, Aaron, do you have any last thoughts on this gospel story or on the Sabbath day in general before we kind of close out? I mean, I just want to encourage people that have to go through the same thing. Right. You know, like, don't kick yourself when you do have those days of you're just like, oh, God help me. Right. You know, but that's another reason, like another thing you do have to pray. Mm -hmm. Like, God help me today. Because there are days when I wake up and I'm like, I don't want to go to work today. Yeah. I, I just want to, you know, go to church and I just want to be, you know, in, at one with God all day long. Like I don't mm. want to have to be giving my attention to something else, but it's just, it's life right. and we have to go through it. So I, I just want to encourage people, you know, the days that you have to work on the Sabbath day, you know, just take that time, make it priority because so many times we make other things priority mm-hmm. when, you know, that's that's another thing that's keeping us from, right? you know, um, making that day what it should be, right. you know. So I just encourage, keep a good attitude about it, yeah. you know, praise God no matter what, mm-hmm. worship Him no matter what, and do it in spirit and in truth, you know, lay all hindrances aside, everything and just pour out your heart and, you know, go to work with a good attitude. Exactly. I mean, I think that's a perfect way to wrap it up. So the end of the matter, all has been heard. Fear God and keep his commandments. I'm your host, Keegan Richardson with Arian Mendoza. And this has been Keeg's Cast.